the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, joined by my co-host Don Dix, the chapter leader of Act for America, and also host of the Jen and Don Show, heard daily on this station. Always great to be here with you, Greg. Oh, well, highlight of my Thursday when we come in and record this show. Things, things got exciting down at the border. There was a border standoff this week when President Trump went down to inspect the new border uh, walls that are being proposed. And uh, there was there was some some fun and games. Well, there was, and uh, we have our, our first guest of the day, uh, Jeff Schwilk. He's a, he's a guy who just epitomizes we, our, our motto of the most important political office. As soon as Donald Trump's visit was announced, and they had about five days' notice, organized a rally to support the president and support the idea of secure borders. So we have on the line with us Jeff Schwilk, who founded San Diegans for Secure Borders, and had a great rally. I, I took the time and went down there to San Diego to, to attend the rally, and I had several hundred patriots show up. A great time was had by all, and the media coverage has been just, was just phenomenal, and that was the real advantage of this. Welcome, Jeff, and thanks for, for organizing your, your event. Well, hello, Greg and Don. Yeah, it was uh, great. My pleasure to help organize. I had a lot of help from friends and fellow patriots and leaders. But uh, yeah, we had a we had a great time. It was actually about five hundred people is the estimated count, which is best highest turnout ever for any kind of a immigration border rally in San Diego. Uh, so we're very thrilled with the way it turned out. Yeah, and, and that was just the number of candidates that were asking for microphone time. <laughs> almost, almost. We had a lot of them, but uh, that's great to see them come out and actually walk the walk instead of just uh, talking at groups. That's easy. Coming out to uh, be seen publicly supporting the president and border security, that's that's going a step beyond that a lot of, a lot of candidates won't actually do. So you're a retired Marine, Jeff, which means you did 20-plus years with the Marines, and then yep. you got involved with... You know, politically, uh, the border, I would guess, is a political topic. Uh, you founded a group that I understand is called San Diegans for Secure Borders. When did you found that and why? Well, um, we've, we've been fighting, I've been fighting, and, and my friends since 20, 2005, the border issue. And actually, I don't really see it as a political issue. It can be, and it is used as a political issue. But for me, as a, a retired Marine, 21 years, uh, all in the intel business, um, it, it was simply a national security issue, which is why I had to continue to fight for my country, because my government wasn't doing anything in 2005 Four years after 9-11, they weren't securing the border. They weren't trying to stop the bad guys, the terrorists, uh, the unknowns from coming in our border. And they were coming in, and we had to do something about it. So it's, it's turned into a political fight, but it's still a national security issue. And it's really nonpartisan when you think about it, because 
national security and personal safety doesn't discriminate against Republican, conservative, independent uh, Democrats. So we, we have to do this for the safety and the sovereignty of our nation. Sure. And there's also plenty of Republicans that favor effectively open borders. That is as, absolutely as, true. As does virtually every Democrat politician, although for different yeah. reasons. Yes. Democrats absolutely. want to stack yeah, the voting deck, and the Republicans and their donors want cheap labor to drive down the wages of American workers. That's exactly it. Uh, as, as President Trump calls it, it's the swamp. And the swamp loves the status quo. They love open borders because if they didn't, they would have done something about it many, many years ago, and they have no interest in doing it. And now they don't want to fund President Trump's border wall. That's not Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. That's Mitch McConnell and Paul Ryan. Zero effort in 14 months to give any money towards border security. That's abysmal. That's shameful. And then these Republicans really need to, to quit, resign, and let somebody else do the job because they're playing politics with our national security, and I don't care what's behind their name. That's, that's not cool. You're, you're, you, you live near the border in San Diego. I yes. presume you've been to the border. What's it like? Mm, many times. Well, it depends on where you go. We have 14 miles secure fencing uh, in San Diego that goes from the beach all the way to the east. And then it abruptly ends, but that's basically the, the roughly the distance of San Diego metropolitan area and greater San Diego. So they, they did that. That's called the Duncan Hunter Wall, and that was put up about 20 years ago. And they did it because massive numbers of illegals were just storming the border every night. It was back in the 80s and 90s, and it just got ridiculous. Hundreds at a time would rush the border. Border Patrol would catch a few, and the rest would get through. And finally, Duncan Hunter was a congressman at that time, uh, the senior, and he said, um, you know, we got to do something. And he secured some funding, and they built that, that nice, secure double fence that's down there, uh, razor wire on top. Basically, nobody climbs it without getting their bodies torn to shreds. You can cut through it, and they do sometimes, but there's not enough agents on the line, which is common. Um, and uh, so it's, it's secure. It's cut down crossings by 98%. It's a good model for why double fences and secure fences work. Donald Trump knows that, President Trump, and that's why he's going to take care of the rest of the border where it needs to be with good, tall, secure uh, fencing that can't be cut, can't be climbed, and can't be tunneled under. So he's got the right idea. It's just a matter of uh, choosing the design they like, and let's start building it. Let's get the funding. Let's pressure Congress, pressure the GOP leadership, and uh, we get that funding, we're off and rolling, and we got, we're got we going to have a nice secure border in just a year or two, or maybe three, but got to start somewhere. i got to believe that at that 14-mile mark, are there people that just squeeze up through that uh, area after the fence ends? Absolutely. That's exactly where they come through. Now, they still try to get over at the other places, but uh, the smart ones, the smugglers, the coyotes, uh, just take them out past the past the 14-mile mark, and then you just have the one old 8-foot fence that's been there for 30 years. Uh, we've seen grandparents climb over that. We've seen that with our own eyes. Uh, it, it's really easy to climb uh, and get over, and, you know, like I said, 8 feet's nothing. Uh, and they just make a run for freedom, and some get caught and some don't. So there you go. That's, that's the whole case for an, a nice, secure double fence or just one big, tall fence that can't be you know, gotten over or around. Unfortunately, you know, we're coming up on a break here, but unfortunately, Congress is, I don't think Congress will will appropriate the money for this. And there will be no wall unless there's a way that Donald Trump can get the money from something else, call it something else, divert the money from something else. I don't know how whether you could do that or not, but I don't think 
the Democrats will never, ever, ever do anything that will reduce legal or illegal mass immigration. They understand the importance of immigration. And you said, I don't think even the Republicans, if you got rid of the filibuster in the Senate, I don't think you could pass the money through the, just, the, just the Republicans because there's enough open border Republicans that like that cheap labor that, will, that they won't support the wall because, as you pointed out, just that fence, that s- scrap metal fence, reduced crossings by 98%. They're afraid. They're afraid that it will work, not that it won't work. Exactly, you got it. Well, Donald Trump was at the border this week inspecting those six new prototypes, and Jeff Schwick of San Diegans for Secure Borders organized a rally of folks that are uh, supporters of Donald Trump, supporters of uh, enhanced border security or total border security, what however you want to call it, or offense. We'll talk about that and how he rose to national prominence on Tuesday because of that rally. When we return on the Unite IE Radio Show after this word from Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hey, Larry Elder here. Now, if you're a homeowner thinking about refinancing or you'd like to be a homeowner and aren't sure where to start, call my friend Ed Hoffman at Wholesale Capital Corporation. Rates are great right now, and from what Ed tells me, there are a lot of great opportunities out there in real estate. You need a lender you can count on, and I can vouch for Ed. He'll deal with you straight and advise you like you're part of the family. Just give Ed a call at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. I know Ed. He's a good guy. He'll talk to you like a friend and won't make you feel like you've just walked into a shark tank. Now's the time to buy or refinance. Give my friend Ed Hoffman a call at Wholesale Capital Corporation. Again, 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or visit him online, wccloans.com. 855-640-2020. AM 590, the answer. This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio program, the radio show for the most important political political office, that of private citizens. Easy for me to say. We are having a conversation right now with someone who takes that role very seriously. After serving his country for 21 years in the Marines, he focused, uh, rather than national security, on border security, which is a form of national security when you come right down to it, given what can happen at the border. Jeff Schwick, he is the founder of San Diegans for Secure Borders, took the opportunity of Donald Trump coming out to inspect the six prototypes that have been built at the pretty close to the San Ysidro crossing to organize a rally. And a rally in support of Donald Trump, in support of secure borders, in secure in in support of a fence and funding for a fence. And you attracted Jeff, who is with us here on the show, a a large group of patriots who attended, but also a large group of folks running for office throughout the uh, state. Uh, tell us a little bit about the organiz. You didn't have much lead time to organize this, and uh, yet you seem to have gotten a tremendous. Tremendous amount of attention and participation. 
Yeah, we did, but it's all it's all due to President Trump. I mean, if we just organized our own rally, I mean, you know, you get, you get a few people show up, or, or I mean, quite a few, but nothing like this. People just wanted, they knew they were going to, all the eyes of the nation was going to be on San Diego Tuesday morning. Um, and, and everybody, we had people just contacting us that were out of state, and they said, I, I feel like I need to be there. What are you guys doing? Where do I need to be? What time? So it's just kind of almost a field of dreams thing. Build it, and they will come. And uh, I've never seen any kind of response for any kind of a, an event or a rally like we did for this. It just, we were like giving candy to, to children. They just couldn't get enough. They, they, they just wanted the chance to be part of that action, be one more number in the crowd to show California, show Sacramento, show these corrupt criminal leaders we have here that kowtow and pander to criminal aliens that there's a, there, we are not giving up. There's a segment of California population, probably the underrepresented silent majority that needed to be out there and show tremendous support for our president and for his efforts to secure our border, especially here in San Diego. We're on the front lines. This affects us. Uh, every, it affects everybody in the nation because eventually they'll end up in your town, but uh, it, they have to come through us, and that's that's a lot of criminal activity to get there. So sure. we, we did it. You had people not just from San Diego and people from came down from Southern California, like, like myself. You had people from Northern California, Arizona. You even had a guy came from New Jersey yes. for the rally. <laughs> Yeah, he he heard as soon as he heard about it that Trump was coming, he uh, booked his plane ticket. He's a huge Trump supporter, uh, President Trump, and uh, we talked to him. We actually had lunch with him after the rally. Good guy, and total patriot, and uh, he had the wherewithal to get the plane ticket and came out. And he said, I, "I he was one of those guys." He said, "I have to be there. I, I have to do my part to support my president and what he's trying to do with the border." Because everybody realizes that's his number one campaign issue and campaign promise was to secure our border. Um, you know, the, the, the tagline was build the wall, but ultimately it's secure the border. And that, of course, that takes a lot more than wall. You need agents on the ground. He promised us 5,000 new agents. Again, we need funding for that Congress. Um, otherwise, we already have them. So it's a travesty right. yeah. that there's open gaps in the border because Congress is not on on the ball on the Trump agenda yet. Right. And there are, there are places, you mentioned an eight-foot wall after the the 14 miles of double-layer fence, but there are places where there's just a, maybe a little wire fence or no or, or, or nothing at all along along that border. And I've seen that uh, uh, James O'Keefe did a great video when he puts on an Osama bin Laden mask, walks across the border, yeah. and walks back across the border uh, through this little crud drainage ditch. And they said, well, if you if you don't want to get your feet wet, you can go a half mile up the, the way here and walk across a pedestrian bridge and, yeah. you know, with, with, no one, with no one there to challenge them, no one there to, uh, to stop them. And, and more ominously, if you, uh, Dennis Michael Lynch, he made a couple of great, some great movies on, on immigration entitled They Come to America. In one, in one sequence, he gets a cardboard box, paints it bright yellow, then in big red letters paints anthrax on the box, goes across the border, comes closer to a drug cartel warehouse than I would have gotten, walks back across the border, no one challenges him, gets in his car, drives, puts the box in the back of his Jeep. So if you open up the back of his Jeep, you could have seen it. Drives through a border patrol's checkpoint, no one stops him, drives up and gets in on the train to the train station in Los Angeles, no one stops him anywhere along the way with his box labeled anthrax. <laughs> so when you, so it's not just illegal immigrants. That are coming, they can come across the unsecured border. It is terrorists, and it is potentially weapons of mass destruction that can come across that border. Absolutely. It's, it's, you know, nobody should cross without permission. So that's the illegal aliens, and they still come through about a half a million a year. 
But no, our, our, as a national security, border security issue, it's, it's about the criminal element, the, the people that are uh, the murderers, the child rapists, all that, the Kate Stanley killers, which there are far too many in this country. It's not a few, like the left says. It is thousands and thousands of people sitting in prison right now who should never have been here for heinous felony crimes. And, of course, the gangs, the ruthless gangs that kill and do drugs and then peddle all that. And then, of course, the drugs themselves get across the open border, as Dennis proved in his video, and James and everybody else. Yeah, it, that was just a few years ago. That's not 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. The border's still not secured. It's nowhere near secured. And uh, we need to support President Trump and his agenda. That's what we did Tuesday. And uh, we got to keep doing it every day. It's not It's not celebrate and go back to our, our you know, whatever we're doing. we got to... We got to push this across the finish line, and we got to get past the rhinos in Congress. They are blocking this. It's not the Democrats. Yes, we need sixty votes in the Senate, but um, you know, but you guys brought up a point in the, earlier in the, in the show uh, about funding. Yes, we he wants eighteen billion or twenty five billion. That would be great. That would solve this problem very quickly. But I am hearing some positive word that there's a lot of money out there that he can pull over. It's not eighteen billion, but it's a start. Half a billion here, half a billion there. And they already are building some uh, replacement fencing. It's not the walls, but it's replacement 18-foot fencing out in Calexico. And uh, a contact of mine sent me a picture a couple days ago. Uh, and they put it right next to the old fence. And, boy, what a difference. I mm-hmm. mean, 8-foot fence versus 18-foot fence. What a difference. Um, it's really hard to climb an 18-foot fence. I don't know if you guys have ever done it. I haven't. And I don't intend to try because the fall from 18 feet, good luck not breaking a bone. It's right. just Almost physically impossible. So imagine a 22, 24, or 30-foot wall. But whatever works, Border Patrol's fine with anything that's higher than, you know, 18 feet and, and higher is fine with them. Actually, they prefer about 22, 24, just to make sure you can't throw a hook up there and hook on and climb. But, uh, yeah, we, we need to get this thing going. It's been 14 months into the presidency, and we don't have one mile of uh, new new secure fencing built. But they are building some with the money they have right now. Well, that's good. And let's take another break here, and then we'll talk more about your rally and the effects of it and the great media coverage and that I want, you got out of this. And I want to get your opinion about California appointing its first illegal alien to a state office. We will talk about that as well as an interesting group of folks that assembled on the other side of the border during the rally. I want to get your opinion about their vision for America when we return after this break from our sponsor. Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs both residents and commercial. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation and host of the main event, which airs every weekend here on AM590, The Answer. I'm proud to be a part of the effort to make America great again, not just by supporting this station and conservative movement, but also by helping people achieve the American dream of homeownership. Whether you're looking to achieve that dream and you need financing, or you already own a home and you're considering refinancing your mortgage in order to lower your payment, shorten your term, or pay off high-interest debt, Or if you're over 62 and want to look into that great financing tool known as a reverse mortgage, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, toll free day or night, 855-640-2020. I'll give you all your options, answer all your questions, and walk you through the process. And don't forget to listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturdays at 10 a.m. and 9 p.m., Sundays at 8 a.m., right here on AM 590, The Answer. License by California Bureau of Real Estate. Broker license number 0114-7747. And California Finance Lenders license number 603-K610. Also licensed in Arizona by the Arizona Department of Financial Institutions. MB number 096199. AM 590. The Answer. 
Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. We have somebody on the line with us, Jeff Schwilk, who exemplifies that motto. Uh, he's the founder of San Diegans for Secure Borders and just organized a great rally in on the border to uh, support Donald Trump and his visit to California and securing the border and building the wall. Uh, Probably the rally, I was there. So, the, I mean, the rally was kind of in this, in this industrial, commercial area, not a lot of traffic going by. So, in and of itself, the rally wasn't, uh, probably didn't change many minds. But the media coverage you got, because there's, there were, were going to be these huge pro-open border, anti-Donald Trump, pro-illegal immigration rallies throughout Southern California with Donald Trump's visit. But you managed to get media coverage for your event and your side of the story. Tell us about that. Well, it, yeah, we were quite surprised, but immediately after we scheduled our rally and put it out there, and, and the Union Tribune asked me Wednesday night, um, are you doing anything for President Trump's visit on Tuesday? And I said, yeah, we're going to have a rally. We're going to have a 10 o'clock in no time A, so I didn't give them a location, but I told them. And they, and they put it on the website that night, Wednesday night, and, of course, it ran on the front page of the paper the next day. kind of went viral from there. The next very next day, I'm getting calls from CNN, Fox News, AP. I mean, people I've never talked to, I've talked to a lot of media over the years, but this was this was off the charts and i knew that they just had to come see this the, the combination of president trump going to look at his border walls and oh there's people that support him they just they just couldn't resist that story so it's been it was a madhouse all the way up until the moment the rally started with media but we loved it because for once the whole the, the country and the media was paying attention to this issue and uh wanted wanted to make sure they had our side of it too which was was great we welcomed that and they did a good job they came out on the rally and and uh, covered semi-fairly in, in, on the national media. We're just glad the eyes of the nation were were out there, and it wasn't just one-sided like sometimes it is. This was We definitely got equal or better coverage than the other side just by showing up. Just by showing up, and the, otherwise yeah. you, the, the leftists would have had the media stage entirely to themselves. That was, that was just a tremendous accomplishment. And the, the pictures... Between you had this group of patriots, and it was, a, and in terms of what the liberals talk about as diversity of racial and ethnic, we had it at that rally. And everyone, the flags, the patriotic spirit there, that really showed in the pictures versus the other side parading with Mexican flags. Yeah, to me, and I, I was enjoyed coming home and watching all the coverage, you know, on the internet and, and TV and everywhere, you know, just the media was tremendous. Tremendous coverage. And the first thing that jumped out at me, and I'm sure it was the same with you, Greg, and everybody else, was our people, not just because the cameras were on them, they were just so happy to be there, cheering and, and the excitement and the enthusiasm of, you know, our president's coming to San Diego. He cares about the border. That was the issue that he ran on and won on. And he's actually coming to come look to, to see the secure fencing that we have and to, to see how better it can be with his, uh, you know, more expensive, more elaborate walls and, and how we can really solve this problem. And it was just the enthusiasm off the charts. And then you, they'd switch over to the other side's rallies and or protests. And it was seething hate. There was, there was, it looked like they, you know, somebody had just stepped on their dog. It, it was, I think the contrast to the average American had to be glaring. I hope so, because to me it was, it, it just like, wow, how, it's just amazing to me that they, it's all they portray is hate. They hate our president, they hate us, they hate our country, laws, security, etc. And I think it came through vividly. If, if somebody had an open mind, they they would see which side of the, of the issue is uh, the right side to be on on this one. One of the things that animates the left on this issue, particularly certain segments of that population, is the fact that they believe that this 
territory, California, Arizona, all the way down to certain parts of Texas and uh, New Mexico belong still all the way up, all the way up to, to Utah, Mexico. Nevada. And you got some pictures that were sent to you by some folks that were just on the other side of the border from these prototypes who were staging their own rally slash protest. And some of the pictures are people holding these modified maps of you know what they think this territory should look like, that this all should still be part of Mexico. How much of what animates the protesters of your event and the people opposed to the wall are in support of all this narrative, and I, there's a lot of different words. I think it's also called the Reconquistador movement, uh, yeah. an organization yeah. called La Raza, which is the race. You have down in San Diego a Chicano park that features in yep. many of the murals, um, literally brown shirts and socialists who are all about reclaiming this territory. How much of what you saw Tuesday... And it, it and is in also direct opposition to you know secured borders is animated by this movement. Well, the the La Raza side, the Mexican nationalist side, if they're holding a Mexican flag, they're they're doing that because they believe this is their country. They have every right to be here. They're, our laws don't apply to them. Our rules and borders do not apply, and it, it, that's that drives them. Now the leftists jump in because they're using that to drive their agenda, which is to turn California and America eventually socialist, Marxist, and control the people like the rest of the world wants to do to their people. So it's useful idiots on both sides. The La Raza people are using the leftists to push in, in politics and vice versa. Then they're, they're, they've teamed up. And uh, But yes, if the, a lot of the Mexicans starting in second grade in Mexico are taught that America stole this land, and it's your duty someday to go occupy the land, and that's what they're doing. 20 million Mexican citizens live in the U.S. now, most of them illegally, and uh, here we go. Here we are. We are out of time, but I want to thank you so much for being on our show and for organizing the rally and everything you're doing for the cause down there with San Diegans for Secure Borders, Jeff. Uh, I can say is thank you, thank you, thank you. You, know, you put on a great event, thank, and I was glad you. that I took the time to come down there to attend. Glad to have you, and uh, you guys keep doing what you're doing. It's all part of the same fight. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks you so much for what you do it, down in San Diego to raise awareness about this about this border issue and national security. When we return, midterm madness. It's sweeping the state. We have a candidate that's running for a very important office here in Southern California joining us next on the Unite Inland Empire radio show back after this break. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio program, the radio program for the most important political office, that of private citizen. We'll, I've heard that. We will never, ever, ever get tired of saying that. There are so many folks out there that are sitting uh, in their homes wondering what they can do, and our show highlights some of those things that they can do. April the 8th, very important date. Here's something you can do. Come to the 5th Annual Unite IE Conservative Conference. You can register for that conference at am590.info. We've got a great lineup of speakers. Uh, we have we usually have a great line of speakers, and the primary reason for that is it's what it takes to get people to come out of their houses and get involved 
uh, at an event, and at that event, you're going to have the opportunity to meet uh, people from around the Inland Empire that are actually involved in the process of trying to make California great again, trying to make it golden again. Uh, we're going to have candidates for the election. We're going to have the groups around the Inland Empire that, that uh, organize the grassroots efforts to get out the vote. And on the phone line right now, Greg, we have someone who has answered the higher calling for running for political office first as a city council person and now running for what is one of the most important races in california uh for a couple of reasons number one uh doing what we can to keep sacramento from falling into the hands of the democrats with a two-thirds majority number one and number two some of those republicans up there don't act like republicans much anymore they actually have uh, uh resembled democrats and we're speaking about a race for assembly that is challenging chad mays right that's the 42nd district from palm springs comes over as far as ukaipa i think it goes down into the san jacinto area chad mays led the republicans to provide the necessary votes in the last session of the legislature to pass the democrats cap and trade tax that's going to increase gas prices by 73 cents plus a gallon in addition to the gas tax we're trying to get on the ballot now it's an addition plus increase all other energy prices so this is a total betrayal of Republican principles. And, of course, Chad Mays is running for re-election with lots of money from his cronies that are going to benefit from these higher, the higher cap-and-trade tax. So we have Andrew Kotyuk, who's a city council member in San Jacinto, who is running to repeal and replace Chad Mays. And, unfortunately, then again, another Republican jumped in, Gary Jindrin, who's not a bad guy, but is going to, do, is going to divide the anti-Chad Mays vote and maybe get Mays pull through. So anyways, Andrew, welcome to the show. And um, what made you want to jump into this race? You know, the first thing that uh, uh, really hit me the hardest was, of course, having our Republican leader start to talk about Democratic ideas, uh, talk about passing taxes, and then leading several other Republicans down that path and off the cliff to do so. Right, and not only is it, is it was a bad economics, a betrayal of Republican principles and making everyone pay higher energy prices, but it let Democrats who could have been vulnerable in 2018 abstain or vote no on this tax increase. And we're seeing currently, uh, you know, several assembly people in their positions, Republican, uh, one currently just decided not to rerun and is almost handing that position to a Democrat. You're referring to Assemblyman Mark Stein North, North. <laughs> Mark Steinorth, who uh, a couple of days before the filing deadline. So, folks, the way that this works is if you want to run for political office, you have to file paperwork in announcing and documenting your intention to do so. That paperwork is required by March the 9th. There's a date every election cycle that that paperwork is required to be filed in. Now, if you are currently holding an office and you want to run for a different office, you want to make sure you're or you're not going to run, as in the case of Daryl Issa and uh, Ed Royce. You want to make sure that your party knows well in advance your intention to not run so that they can find a viable replacement. What Mark Steinorth did, not only did he stab us in the back regarding voting for cap and trade, giving cover to the uh, uh, Democrats that were allowed to abstain, as Greg and 
Andrew mentioned a moment ago. But now Mark Steinorth, days before the filing deadline, announced he was running for county supervisor, denying the Republican Party the opportunity to find, recruit, and develop an alternative candidate to Mark Steinorth. So essentially leaving the Republican Party out to lunch. So total selfishness, total that's interest. the background on only that. interested in what's best for Mark Stein North. Not only was he bad on, on his cap and trade, but this is this is totally despicable and betrayal on his part. So, Andrew, tell us a little bit about you. Um, what's your background? What have you done in life and why does that qualify you to uh, occupy this most important assembly seat in the 42nd district? So my background is I was born and raised here in the IE. I'm a native of this uh, region. You know, I've seen the growth that uh, we've seen over the you know, decades. Of course, the issues we see and uh, the impacts of uh, the Democratic cause uh, on our backs and the taxation on us and how everything's broken. Uh, so you know, my background is a Navy veteran. I'm a uh, Wharton uh, Business School graduate, a finance major. I run two small businesses, a wealth management firm. Uh, roughly managing about $15 million, uh, in assets, and a uh, propane retail company uh, with revenues of right around $2 million a year. I'm a sitting council member in uh, San Jacinto, a two-time mayor, been elected three times there. I'm currently a sitting chairman of Metrolink. Most people know this in the IE, the Southern California Regional Rail Authority. And I have a history of basically uh, going on missions to fix organizations or push back environmental regulation, balancing budgets, and cutting costs is my history and my background. And, um, you know, I think this tees up this operation and how important this race is and why it's vital that uh, an operative like myself can go after our leader but also be positioned to try to fix things in California if that opportunity presents itself, which I believe it will. Let's pause right here. This is a good stopping point. When we get back, we're going to ask you the questions you can prepare is, why are you the better choice to repeal, to repeal and replace Chad Mays than your Republican opponent, Gary Gindren? After this word, from All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. This is Senator Mike Morale asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. We are pleased to have on the line Andrew Kotyuk, city council member in San Jacinto, who is undertaking the vitally important job of trying to repeal and replace cap-and-trader Chad Mays, who led the Republicans to provide the necessary votes to for the Democrats' massive cap-and-trade tax that will increase gas prices by at least 73 cents a gallon and increase all other energy prices. In the Red Tea Party Patriots, we had a debate uh, between 
the two Republicans trying to unseat Chad Mays, Gary Jindren, and Andrew Kotyuk on our meeting on March 1. And after that, we decided that we were going to recommend and endorse Andrew Kotyuk as the best candidate to repeal and replace cap and trader Chad Mays. Andrew, why should people choose you rather than Gary Jindren to uh, get rid of Chad Mays? So very clearly, I think there's a couple of things that people need to consider when they're making these decisions. One is, do we have a message that resonates with a common person on why the Republican Party um, is relevant? Uh, why the Democratic Party is failing in California. Two, why is what Chad Mays did uh, completely a detriment to uh, our party and our district, and what does it mean to all of us, and why that's not acceptable? And lastly, of course, is the capability to run an effective campaign, uh, support to actually beat this incumbent who has close to a million dollars, probably in uh, independent expenditure support and his own funding, and it runs a very, very well-organized organization. So I have all three of these components, which is why I believe I'm the most uh, uh, probable and likely person to win this against Chad Mays. Let me ask you this, Andrew. If you uh, were to uh, boil down the single biggest problem facing california today if you could uh, wave a magic wand and you could fix just one problem in california what do you think the greatest challenge or problem facing california is and what would you do to resolve it oh besides democrats <laughs> yeah besides democrats <clears throat> so the, the single biggest thing to me is uh, the finances of the state um, where they're spending the money, how they budget it, um, and the, really the transparency of where these dollars are going. Um, there, you know, there's no doubt that our pension system is broken. There's no doubt that we're just blowing money on areas, er, other areas that are needed. And uh, the bottom line is, is we have enough revenues. We have the highest revenues out of any state, and we're the highest tax. It's not a revenue issue to fix California. It's how they're spending it. And it's the accountability on what they're spending it on. And when our schools, our roads, our dams, our pension, and our public safety is failing, uh, there's a problem. And that's the single most important area is knowing where those dollars are going and fixing where they're going. We have a little quiz here for you. It's a pop quiz, Andrew. We we know you weren't ready for this, but We'll 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 see how you deal with this. Which state's cost of living adjusted poverty rate at 20.6% is nearly twice, is the highest in the country and nearly twice the national average? Oh, California. And while the Democrats say they're for equality, which state, if it were an independent country, would be the 17th most unequal country, more unequal than Mexico, Guatemala, or Russia? Uh, the Golden State. With 12% of America's population, which state has one-fifth of America's homeless? Our state. With 12% of the population, which state has 34% of America's welfare recipients? California. Which state has gas prices a dollar a gallon more than other states? One of the most broken states right now, our very own. And uh, second to last question, which state has electricity prices compared to Texas that are 71% higher for residential, 115% higher for commercial, and 175% higher 
for industrial. One of the most unaffordable states. So last question. Why has the California Republican Party been so unable and inept in making a case against Democrat governance of California? Because we have a series of Republicans who don't truly represent our values. They sell out to special interests because they want to sit at the cool table with the Democrats. And the people that are here that are voting can't rely on them to represent them in Sacramento. Just wow. like Chad Mays. I think uh, I think you get 100% there. Uh, Greg, tell, tell our contestant what they've won. <laughs> You've won the right to come back at a later date on Unite, <laughs> i.e. radio, and no extra charge. Aren't you excited about that? We're excited about it. It's great to have somebody who uh, is a viable alternative to Chad Mays. Um, Andrew, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of areas that, you know, people who run for office need help in. You got to have money. You got to have folks that come out to support you. Um, How can people connect with you so that they can learn more about what you stand for? in terms of your campaign platform uh, and how can they connect with you if they want to donate money or climb on board as a volunteer? Absolutely. This is a we thing, as you said. Uh, It's not an I thing. Even though I'm quarterbacking, we need all of you out there to help support and beat repeal in place Chad Mays. You can do that by finding us on Facebook at Kotyuk for Assembly. My last name is spelled K-O-T-Y-U-K. And also on our website, which is kotyuk4assembly.org. And again, that's K-O-T-Y-U-K. On both those locations, you can sign up for volunteering or our meet and greets. Uh, You can contribute uh, and or just comment and provide support. And we want to hear from all of you because we represent you. Now, you mentioned Facebook. Facebook, you've got a, a Facebook page, Andrew Kotyak, K-O-T-Y-U-K for State Assembly. And on that Facebook page, you've got a bunch of events coming up that uh, folks can come out to. Uh, these locations are uh, some in Riverside County, some in San Bernardino County. Uh, between you know now and it looks like you're scheduled all the way out right now into May, I'm sure there will be other dates added. Uh, but that's a great place to go to find locations where you can come out uh you got a community coffee scheduled for april 14th uh april 21st there's another coffee one in beaumont one in uh, ukaipa so it's a great place for folks to go in order to get an idea of how they can uh connect with you to come out and learn more about what it is that you represent and then of course you mentioned your web uh page which is literally where people can make contributions right there they can uh, volunteer i'm looking at your facebook page and uh, I want to be able to tell people uh, how they can actually volunteer. I don't see an actual button, but if you scroll down, you can enter your email address, get campaign updates. Uh, you can give Andrew some feedback, uh, what issues are important to you. And then below that, there's a button for contributing. Now, folks want to volunteer. What's the best way that they can go about connecting with you to do that? And the best way to contact a volunteer is uh, you can give us a call directly if this is something pressing. Let me give you a phone number here. Great. It is 951-492-9906. 
you know, reach us directly, and our team will be very happy to engage with you, and we look forward to hearing from you. 951-492-9906 is that number, and uh, we've been speaking to Andrew Kotyak here on the United Inland Empire radio program. Any other questions you have for Andrew, Greg, before we wrap up here? No, just, I'll give you a, why is it so important, this particular race, that we repeal and replace Chad Mays? There's lots of rhino Republicans around. Why is this one so important? This one is so important because, uh, just like the Reverend Tea Party, what he did with his tax and selling out the Republicans did something we haven't seen in a long time, uh, well over a decade. It activated the conservative base, the Republican base in California, where we have 14 counties and people light up all over the place and contact Sacramento and a Republican Party and force him out of leadership. And he didn't go willing. It was tooth and nail. He was you know, fighting his way. He didn't want to go. But we, the people, forced him out because he wasn't representing our values, nor was the caucus. And with that, uh, if he wins this seat, it sends the message that it doesn't matter what we think, right? Where the little people doesn't matter. But if we win this, it restores local control in Sacramento. All your voices win. And that voice will resonate to everybody else that they better listen to you, the people. And it sends a message to every other Republican in Sacramento that you better not make the same mistake. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Great. Well, Andrew, thank you so much for joining us. It's been great having you here, and we will have you back as the as midterm madness unfolds towards the June 5th primary. Appreciate you being with us. Appreciate you running. And uh, have a great day, and good luck out there on the campaign trail. Thank you all. God bless. And you. you. We'll be back with more on the United Inland Empire radio program after a break from our sponsor for this half hour. All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio program, the show for the most important political office in the entire country. Interesting show, Greg, because we had two individuals on today's show, that each of which are individuals that have risen to that most important call of public service. Jeff Schwilk, who organized a very important rally that got nationwide attention uh, as Donald Trump came to the border. And just today, just now, uh, on the show previous to this segment, we had Andrew Kotyak, who is a city councilman for San Jacinto, who is now running for a very important office, uh, that of the uh, Assembly District 42 that's currently held by Chad Mays. Right. He, who uh, is the cap and trader who led the Republicans to provide the necessary votes for the Democrats' massive cap and trade gas tax and energy tax increase and not only uh, provided the votes it was uh, six people besides himself in the assembly and i think one in the senate yes 
Not only that, but he gave several Democrats, by ensuring a veto-proof majority, uh, he gave several Democrats cover so that they didn't have to take a vote. Those were Democrats who are, are new and who a vote for this could have been disastrous in the upcoming election. So he gave them cover, and he gave the governor a veto-proof majority, which means this can never be repealed. Well, uh, he gave him the required two-thirds because if it, was a, if it has to be, a, if it's held to be a tax, and it might have been held to be a tax, then you need two thirds under Proposition Thirteen. It still could be repealed. I was under the impression that that two thirds ensconced it into mm, no, law in a way that no, it a, a, a simple repealed. majority of both houses of the legislature and the governor's signature could repeal it. All the more reason to vote for Trad. I'm sorry. All the more reason to vote for Travis Allen. I was combining Chad and Travis's name there for a moment. We don't want to do that. To vote for Travis Allen for governor Absolutely. and make sure that we have enough people in the uh, legislature to possibly turn back the the hands of time on some of this stuff. Um, a lot of stuff happened this week. Most notably, we had students across the country walking out in support of, I, I don't know any other way to put it, but gun control. Right. Uh, they they have uh, every time you see these uh, except for the Las Vegas maybe we won't have time to talk about that the left tries to use these uh, incidents to advance their agenda of taking away the rights of law-abiding Americans to own firearms and we can have no doubt no reasonable person can doubt that their ultimate aim is to the total abolition and total ban on private ownership of guns. In America, they just can't get there all at once. They have to slice the salami until all the salami is sliced. Well, and that's just it. There's also a new uh, potential new law that's being uh, there's a process called gut and amend in Sacramento. They have up until a certain date to file bills. Uh, and I think that's sometime in February. Then those bills will be considered during the year. But there's a process that they can use where they actually will put a bill out there that say, you know, you got to walk your dog on a leash. And it, it, they may not have any intention of passing that law, but now it's a bill with a number. Right. And then what they do is they come in, they gut every resemblance to that bill. Total, total. Scratch out everything that's in the bill and put something new in, then they can drop it in at the very last minute when no one has a chance to read it, understand it, or the public doesn't have a chance to understand it, read it, and contact the legislator about it. And this gut and amend is to tax gun owners on their purchases of guns and their purchases of ammo. That tax would be used... They say we know that California legislators and administrators have a have a history of not using money as they say that they're going to use it for to fund school resource officers and school security. Right. They want to make you owning guns more difficult, more expensive. So people will be priced out of being able to own their own gun. Exactly showing that, that their ultimate intention is just what I said previously. Total ban on private ownership of guns. They do this. You know, this is the this is the bizarre impact of taxes that I don't think the left understands. They taxed cigarettes an extra two dollars to pay for health insurance for kids. What does that do? It drives down the purchasing of cigarettes, which is ultimately their goal. But in the same token, it robs those those uh, efforts that they have to fund these other purposes. So the ultimate revenue goes down. They got to find it from some other source. Yep. And that's that's exactly what happens. Greg, we are at the end of another hour of the United IE Radio Show. Uh, sad to say, it 
comes and goes so quickly. Uh, but tune in every Saturday for the Unite Inland Empire radio show at 4 o'clock and sometimes 8 uh, for all the news that uh, you need to hear about what's going unfolding across the country and in our state. Back next week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.